The information provided in this show is intended for your general knowledge only and is not intended to be, nor is it, medical advice or a substitute for medical advice. If you have or suspect you have a specific medical condition or disease, please consult your health care provider. You're now listening to the Health Hero Show with Tim James. <laughs> What's up, Health Heroes? Tim James here, founder of ChemicalFreeBody.com and your host for the show that simplifies and demystifies how to live an energetic life with a flat belly. So if you're into a healthy gut and staying young, then this is the show for you. What's up, Health Heroes? Tim James here with another exciting episode of the Health Hero Show. Uh, Today in the house, I've got Ariel Muse. Uh, She uh, was referred to me um, by, actually, Interview Valet which is a, a podcasting uh, PR firm. And um, we have a lot of people referred to us, but there's not a lot that I actually pick out. Um, but I did pick out Ariel because she has a very interesting uh, background and she has something that's very near and dear to me, which is improving people's sleep. And we're also going to be talking today about like how to meditate. What's, what's up with meditation? How do you do it? How do you know you're doing it correctly? And um, and so, Ariel, thank you, and welcome to the show. Thank you. It's a joy and pleasure to be here. Happy to be talking all about meditation and sleep and how you should be getting more of each. That's awesome. Well, before we get into that, why don't you tell the, the listeners, like, like who's Ariel? How did she get to doing podcasting? And Because I know you have your own show, too, with a co-host, uh, the Untangle podcast. So get a little shout out for that. But, um, like, how did you get to where you're at today? And what what's going on in your life? Sure. So my background is actually in uh, neuroscience and design. I was uh, working in a research lab with a man named Dr. Steve Mann. He's the inventor of the wearable computer. He's the guy that literally made Google Glass before Google did. And he had an early EEG um, biofeedback machine that allowed us to actually change the sounds in the room that we were listening to based on our brain state. So as we were working in the lab, I stood back and said, wow, this is incredible. You know, we need to bring this to the world somehow. And so I got together with my co-founders, Chris Amony, who is a Steve's master's student in the lab. And we started to use this technology to figure out how we could basically make people's lives better with it. And we thought it was going to be by focusing on something and like, you know, clicking a link with your mind. Um, it turns out that that's not very useful and not very fun to do. Um, but that with this technology, we could actually help people understand what was going on in their mind and help them improve important qualities like meditation and sleep. Um, so along the way, I was a practicing psychotherapist um, in private practice for almost a decade. I've worked in a range of neuroscience labs, um, looking at things like Parkinson's disease, and uh, then founded this company with uh, Chris and our other co-founders called Muse. And so now I get to spend my days running the research lab at Muse and the clinical partnerships and helping people understand the value of taking care of your brain and the marvelous ways you can do it. Okay, so what what exactly is Muse? Because it's a device, right? Yes. So Muse is a brain sensing headband that helps you meditate and sleep. Um, For those of you who are looking at the video, this is a Muse here. So it's actually got EEG sensors on the forehead. So in the same way that a Fitbit might have, or an Apple Watch has sensors on your wrist, which can track your heart rate and your movements, uh, Muse has sensors on the forehead, which track your brain waves. And we can then, from that data, Uh, give you feedback to know when you're focused, when your mind is wandering, and how well you're sleeping and how to sleep better. Okay. So when somebody, um, well, first, before we get in, get into that device and stuff, like, um, why did you, why did you get so, I mean, why did you, why were you so passionate about um, helping people with, with their sleep or with meditation? Did you have, did you struggle with any of that in the past yourself? So I think all of us as humans struggle with life and that struggle is 
many times in our own mind or made worse by what goes on in our mind. You know, we can have a problem or an issue that comes up in our life, like losing a job or being late for work or a stain on our pants, you know, can be from major to minor. And how we deal with that in our own mind really determines the success of our life and the feeling that we have as we go through it, which could be one of, you know, overwhelm and discomfort and frustration and upsetness, or one of acceptance and understanding and learning and growing through these circumstances. So as a therapist, I was helping people every day understand how their thinking contributed to their experience of life and made it either better or worse. And one of the main methodologies that you offer is meditation. And at the time, I was a terrible meditator. I was one of those people who sits down to meditate and my brain would just bounce all over the place and I'd be upset because I'm like, I'm not good at this thing. I don't want to do it anymore. Um, classic error pretty thinking. Yeah, pretty typical. Um, and I was teaching my patients to meditate like I'd been trained to do and uh, it was difficult for them too. And they'd come back. I was like, how was your meditation? And they'd be like, I think it was okay. <laughs> there was, you know, we didn't have a real way to have a dialogue and engagement through it. And so it was in the building of Muse that I actually was finally able to meditate through using it as we were constructing it. Um, and then since then, we've helped about half a million people who've used Muse. So helped many, many people around the world either start their meditation practice and like know what's going on in your mind during meditation, really know when you're quote unquote doing it right and focusing um, or help people dive further into their practice and get all the benefits from it. Awesome. So it's basically a device to measure what's going on when you're meditating. So you know if it's working or not. Yep. Basically. So it gives which you is, Which is huge because it, it gets rid of that, that question mark for those people, especially in the beginning, getting started and they don't know, you know, I've, I've tried other strategies too with people. I'm like, look, you don't even need to call it meditation because there's so many connotations around that. And it's like, some people think it's woo woo, you know, especially a lot of the, you know, middle working class, lower income working class people like myself growing up. I thought all this stuff was like all woo woo BS, but now I'm realizing it's not. And it's really important. And some of the people that are the happiest that I know that have, you know, quote unquote, the most successful lives, not just financially, but they're, they're truly happy when they wake up and they're really content with themselves and they don't worry about, other things and and they deal with stuff in a much better way right i mean dealing with things or how you approach life is huge and and then i remember talking to this one guy and he was he said he he had the same struggle and he's this guy's a doctor he has a huge clinic and all this stuff and he said i tried meditating and i just was struggling with it but he goes i stuck with it and i just kept reading books on it and trying different things and eventually he got himself to a point because he never quit Right. He probably could have used this. It would have helped him. But he finally got to a point where he was able to meditate for 15 minutes a day and actually get benefits. And he started looking forward to it. And then it went into 30 minutes a day and then an hour a day and then two hours a day. And, and he, he, he says, now I'm literally waking up at 3.30 in the morning and I meditate for like three, four hours. And this is like a busy person. Because a lot of people, I know people are listening right now, like, I could never do that for three or four hours. Like, he didn't start out that way. He couldn't even do it. And then he was doing 15 minutes. But he's doing three to four hours. And I was even thinking, how do you do that? Like, you have a busy life, dude. I'm like, I have a super busy life. How could, And he's like, it, it, the meditation is so good. He goes, it's made – all aspects of my life have gotten better. My relationship with himself, my relationship with everybody else, my business has exploded, um, everything else. He goes, I have to do it. I want to do it. It's been that powerful for him. My another story uh, is my um, my formulator, Dr. Scott Treadway. He's actually a former Marine. Um, I don't know if the health heroes out there know that if we've ever talked about it before, but Scott is a, a veteran, and he's also um, our formulator. And and he's super healthy, and he does yoga every day. But guess what else he does? He meditates, and he don't miss. He's like, no, I got to meditate. And sometimes he'll do it twice a day. He does it twice a day. He's like. Tim, I just need to go meditate for a little bit. Just, just give me an hour. You know, for him, that's a little bit, right? And he's in his 70s, but he's been doing it for, for decades. He's been meditating. And we had dinner planned and everything, and he went in there. And, and I'm excited because he's in town, and he's, I'm hanging out with Scott, and he's like a mentor and a father figure to me and, and a brother. And, 
and he just believes in what I believe and he's a Puritan. I just love the guy. And, um, he was in there for an hour and then an hour and a half. And I'm just like, I got dinner ready, you know? And I'm, and I'm kind of, when I make dinner, it's like, I'm let's eat. <laughs> it's like, I'm hungry. And, uh, and then I'm like, should I go in there and bug him? And I'm like, God, I don't want, you know, it's like, it's Dr. It's Dr. Treadway and I want to mess. And then finally about 15 minutes later, so an hour and 45 minutes later, he came out and I was like, uh, how do you feel? And he's like, Oh boy, do I feel good. And I'm like, well, dinner's ready, you know? And so we went and ate and I had a time earlier I was, or later. I was like, Hey man, I was actually, I actually got a little irritated because you said an hour and it was like an hour and 45 minutes. So I had dinner ready. And he's like, he goes, well, yeah, I'm, I, I I'd apologize for that. But he goes, sometimes you just get into it. He goes, I just didn't want to leave. I was just in the, in the zone, man. I was in the zone. I was feeling so good. And so those are two prime examples that I've had first person experience with, with people that love it and they love it. And so I've been incorporating that into my life and it's like, I'm not up to the, you know, hour and a half, three hour mark, but you know, on a good day, you know, I might hit 45 minutes right now. That's about where I'm at. But usually I'm, you know, 15 to 30 minutes is what I'll do it. And I do it in the mornings and sometimes sometimes at night i've been doing a little bit more at night i've been actually just lying in bed and kind of meditating as i as i sleep but i get it i understand i, I just but i don't know if i'm in the same zone that they're in yet you know what i mean so anyway i'm kind of i'm kind of curious to see how this whole thing plays out so you've hit many many nails on the head so one is meditation is really good for you Meditation can be a little rocky at the start if you don't have, you know, a coach or a guide or somebody sitting there cheering you on. But when you get through that piece, wow, is it powerful and amazing. And also for those of you thinking, I still don't want to meditate for three hours. So you don't have to, you know, the studies demonstrate that 10 to 20 minutes a day of meditation can significantly improve things like your attention, your stress levels, your sleep, um, your relationships, your GRE scores, like to get into universities, um, and a host of other positive benefits. So meditation is unequivocally good for you, even though it may be, you know, a little bit difficult to get on the bandwagon and get and get to that starting point. You know, what I like about it is it helps people really come into the present moment. Yes. And it's just like, shut off the TVs. And it also teaches people like in the, in the morning, like don't pick up your cell phone first thing and turn on the news and find out who died this morning or last night or who's shooting somebody or what crazy things are going on in politics. Cause the news is just a bunch of, it's just, I turn it off. It's a, it's, I don't know what I, my friend of mine called uh, TVs in general. EIRs, electronic income reducers. He was a coach. He was always, <laughs> <laughs> because you, you've been watching too many of that, those EIRs. And people are like, what are you talking about? Those are called electronic income producers. He goes, the television, the television. He's like, you're wasting your life on those things. It's, it's unfortunate too, because they're a great medium to could be putting out a lot of good information. There's a little bit on there, but most of it's just turn it off. It's just negative. But so you start off your day with negative and stress or you go onto social media and then you get in fights with people about stupid stuff or or whatever or the there's negative stuff on there. It's like that's not how you want to prime your prime your brain and your your life and your nervous system for the day. You know, throw yourself into fight or flight. Maybe you can comment on that a little bit. Absolutely. So what meditation really allows you to do, the core of what you're describing is meditation lets you choose where you put your attention and avoid your distractions. So, you know, that urge to move through your phone and just grab it mindlessly. Well, when you meditate, what you're doing is that you're watching the thoughts in your mind and you're watching the reactions in your body and not letting yourself get hooked into them. So, you know, we might wake up in the morning and think, oh, I should check my news app. Um, and you don't even think it, you just do it. You wake up and you kind of see it there and you notice it and you click the button and mindlessly now you're in it and you've lost all agency. You're just consuming that content. What meditation allows you to do is learn through your practice of sitting in meditation to observe your thoughts without acting on them. So you're sitting there focusing on your breath. You have a thought that pops up in your mind and the thought might be like, oh, I should go check Facebook because that's a thought that lots of us have popping up. And normally, if you weren't meditating, you just get them do that thing. You'd be like, okay, you know, before you knew it, your phone is out of your pocket and you click it. With meditation, you observe the fact that you had a thought and the thought said, I should check Facebook, but you don't do anything about it. 
you instead let that thought go. And rather than the spiral that we normally get on, which is Facebook, oh no, that person, oh no, you avoid the whole spiral. You see the thought and you just choose to bring your attention back to your breath. So in meditation, you're putting your attention back to your breath because it's just something that's neutral. So thought comes up, don't follow it, come back to your breath. Urge comes up. The urge might be to like grab your phone, eat a cookie, um, scratch your bum, whatever it is. Urge comes up, you observe that urge. And rather than just doing it, you just watch it and you watch the feeling rise and then you watch the feeling fall and you realize that you were okay without eating the cookie, going on Facebook or doing anything else that your body tried to automatically tell you to do. And in this way, you really become a master of your own domain, a master of understanding what goes on in your mind and then being able to choose what you want to do, what you want to think about, where you want to put your attention and how you want to act in the world. Yeah, it's like you're self-teaching yourself. It's a tool. Like I always talk about, like, you know, we have a product called Gut Detox. We have people take that because we know the average person has six to 12 pounds of impacted fecal material in the colon. And even as convincing as I am, and I can show people colon, virtual colonoscopies, a lot of them still are not going to do colon hydrotherapy, you know, which is a way to clean that stuff out. So we have a product called Gut Detox to do it. Um, meditation, like Gut Detox, is a tool. There's a job to be accomplished today. And if you want to self-heal and thrive in the modern world, it is a very important tool because there's the stress that's coming at people today from the TV, from the phone, from the social media, from the stress at work and the high gas prices. And, you know, the, the mom and dad both happen to leave the family to go out and make ends meet. There's a tremendous amount of stress today. This is this is the this is the shelter to go to that yes. really costs nothing. And you can do it as much as much as you need to. And it's something that you can, it's a tool that, you know, might start off and the, the tool might be kind of like not looking that good, but the more you do it, it just keeps getting bigger and stronger. And then it's like you have a really strong tool that you can go to. And I have a lot of people, um, you know, we promote breath work over here a lot, right? As a beginning step, just taking deep breaths and listening to your breath, go in and out and being present. That's just a nice baby step to do that. And guess what? When you start doing those breaths, and then I tell them, like, guess what you're doing? You're meditating. Like, you just, you're doing that. That's a form of meditation right there where you're getting in the practice of that. So really focusing on the breath um, and, 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 and doing it consistently is, is another key. It's, it's not saying, oh, I'm just going to, oh, I want to be healthy. Okay, I need to, I'm going to go to the gym. So you go to the gym for four hours and work out like crazy. And you're like, okay, whew, got that done for the rest of my life. I'm going to be healthy now for the rest of my life and fit. Everybody knows that's stupid. It's not going to work like that. It's it's what you do on the daily. It's the daily habits. And it's the same thing with the tool of meditation. So we're going to take a quick break and we get back. We're going to find out more about the, her product, Muse. We're going to get into sleep. Uh, we're going to get into more of meditation. We're going to keep doing that. And how, and how Ariel was able to, with no formal business background, raise $18 million to get this product out to the market. We'll be right back. The average person today is carrying around 6 to 12 pounds of impacted fecal material and mucoid plaque in the small and large intestine. That's gross, but worse, it's super unhealthy. That is why we created Gut Detox Formula. This ancient 1,000-year-old formula from India gently micro-cleanses the intestines, removing all of that funk and gunk and junk that is destroying your health while leaving your good bacteria behind, which is part of your immune system. And there is no diarrhea like most gut detox products, and it's made with the same chemical-free body promise, no stimulants, 100% nature, and always made in the USA. Get yours today at chemicalfreebody.com. What's up, Health Heroes? Tim James here. I am back with a very exciting episode with Ariel Muse. We're talking about meditation, breathwork, one of my favorite things. And we're, we're, and we're taking it to another level, too, because we're going to transition this into sleep. But first, I want to talk about, you know, you had no formal business background. You got super excited about this, um, this product to ha actually help people as a, as a um, you know, a neuroscience expert and helping people with, you know, uh, in psychotherapy. You were helping people meditate and get them to do that, which is really odd because most people in your profession just hand people pills, right? And just here's a pill. And off you go. And they 
put a synthetic pill on them and think that's going to solve their problem, but you actually help them meditate. But when they would come back, there was no way to benchmark. Hey, how'd the meditation go? Oh, I don't know. Pretty good, I guess. You know, it's like, so you developed this, this thing called Muse and uh, with, with your partners and you actually rent and raised $18 million. How did you do that? <laughs> One step at a time, the same way you eat an elephant. Um, <laughs> so we did that by having, first of all, a really good piece of technology that worked. Um, I hadn't gone to business school. So the idea of raising money was something that was interesting to me, but something I hadn't been trained in. So we um, uh, connected with our local incubator. This was back in 2008. So I'm in Toronto. It was before the big tech bubble in Toronto. Um, but we were able to connect with the incubator, get lots of great mentorship and support and understand really how we could craft a business that was going to be effective in delivering this technology. And we had kind of a bit of a conundrum because meditation was not yet something that was part of the mainstream. We'd go in and we'd bring in our technology and we'd do the demonstrations and we'd let people be able to see when they were focused and when they're relaxed and like be blown away by, oh my God, like I can actually get feedback on my brain and know what my brain is doing. This is incredible. Um, but then when we got to, well, you know, what's the killer app meditation, we'd say, you know, meditation is really going to change people's lives. The uh, VCs would kind of laugh and be like, really? Okay. Yeah. Thanks. Bye guys. Um, on, but for just, got, just for the listeners, sorry yeah. to cut you off, but the VC stands for venture, oh, venture capitalist. capitalist. Yep. So these are people that have a ton of money and they're looking for businesses where they can put their money in and make tons more money basically. Yeah. And the irony of it is that many of those same venture capitalists that we pitched to literally started using Muse to meditate with. Um, and so I'd go back down to Silicon Valley and, you know, meet with these people at parties or dinner parties. And you'd be like, oh yeah, I have been using Muse. You know, it, it, it is great. Like really, really big VCs and entrepreneurs. So that helped to get the kind of flywheel moving forward. And uh, we got first a little bit of investment from the guy at Google who created uh, their meditation program because his mission in life was to achieve world peace in his lifetime. And actually, he's been nominated, I think, four or five times uh, for the Nobel Peace Prize. Um, he's not yet received it. Um, and we started to bring on people who really understood the value of meditation um, to improve people's lives. And then we started to actually get real traction and have people using it and recommending it. And, you know, there's nothing that creates success like, like success. So once the VC community was really able to see that it was effective and people were using it and like Mayo Clinic started using studies with Muse, uh, doing studies with Muse, they published a paper in 2015 demonstrating that breast cancer patients awaiting surgery improved their quality of life and reduced their stress and fatigue using Muse during the cancer care process. And then Mayo Clinic now has five other studies um, that they're doing with Muse in multiple different areas. Their doctors in the ER room are using Muse as part of a study to demonstrate that it can reduce burnout. It was funny when you mentioned doctors earlier who couldn't meditate because now we have like probably thousands of doctors that use Muse themselves to meditate <laughs> while right. recommending it. Um, so, you know, that flywheel just kind of began to take off. Um, and in the meantime, my, uh, financial acumen and ability to run, run a business improved as I grew and learned and hired a phenomenal team until we we're able to get to the point of, um, really being a successful company that's now been around for 12 years. So in the world of startups, if you can make it through year 12, uh, continuing to provide good products and with happy customers, you know, you've, you've done it. You haven't failed miserably in the first few years, like many startups do. So it's really been about identifying the right product market fit, the right team members, the right knowledge and the right um, scientific validity and uh, studies and kind of healthcare and medical support to, to know that what we're doing is appropriate. Yeah. It, it, your story actually reminds me of mine. It was the same thing. Cause like I, when I went, I had no experience in health whatsoever. Didn't even know what I was doing for the most part. I mean, I read a bunch of books, but they were all wrong. Most of it. And then I went to the Hippocrates health Institute in Florida. When my friend got cancer, we changed our lifestyle. We cleaned up the digestive tract. We started eating living foods and sprouts and doing all this stuff and juice. And I've, I've, 
I, in 12 years, I've never missed a green juice. I have two a day, no matter what, because I was told if you're not doing two green juices a day, you're not on the Hippocrates protocol. Do not expect the same results. Yeah. One will make you feel better, but two is the, that's where I'm okay. I'm doing it. So I've done stuff like that and I completely transformed my body. I got rid of uh, eczema, uh, gut issues. I was bleeding rectally. My friend right in front of my face healed himself of chronic lymphocytic leukemia, which is a blood cancer. That was the reason why we went there. He's still alive today. He was able to see his son graduate high school. My buddy, Charles, give him a shout out again. And, um, and you know, it's like we play guitar and we hang out and I'm going to go down to Portland here, um, a day after Christmas. And I'll probably either when I get there or when I come back from a trip to Florida, then I'm going to see him and we'll hang out and play guitar and he's alive, you he's know? Alive. So it's a, it's a, it's a really cool thing, but so I had this information and I started sharing it with people and teaching classes and stuff like that. And then over a period of five years to all these people like that, I I'd helped. And I, so we started our company chemical free body. And I felt like I'm, 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 I'm holding on to like the Holy grail of health, this information that I have. And I have to tell everybody about it. And I just assumed that the whole world was just going to light on fire, but it was, it was kind of slow. I'm like, what's wrong with these people? <laughs> When do they get it? Like Charles healed himself of cancer for God's sakes, you know? And it's like, I feel amazing. Don't you want to feel amazing too? And it took time. You had to, you have to get the products in people's hands and they have to experience the results. And, and you, what you, I realize is not everybody's open-minded to even start trying stuff in the beginning. That's just where they're at. They're very closed off. It's like, we're the masters of limitation on this planet. For some reason, we just do, we, we're just not open-minded for a lot of reasons. It's stuck on our ways. So here I am for all these years, and I have all these this amazing products that we started coming out with more and more of them. And then finally, it's like getting getting into the hands of certain people that had influence that, that could get the message out to more people. And that's how I built my business. I literally would take people that were influential where they had a, a TV show or a podcast or a big list of people that were in seeking health or something like that or just, you know, just open minded. And um, if I'd help them personally, help their families personally over a six month to two, a year to two year period. And then all of a sudden they're like, Tim, I'm telling everybody about this. Yeah. But it wasn't like, hey, try it out. And oh, this is great. I'm telling everybody it was six months to two years per person. This would happen. And then I've been doing it so long now. They just started popping like popcorn and then the popcorn started going faster. And then our business has just exploded recently. In fact, we were up 30 percent last month alone and it's pretty exciting but you know it wasn't like that in the beginning <laughs> it was tough you know there was times that i went to the grocery store and had to put groceries back because i didn't have enough money in my checking account to buy them all right but i was on the mission and i was never going to stop i'm like i am going to get this information out to people i'm going to teach people what i've learned so they can reclaim their health it might not be for everybody but i know there's enough people out there that think like i think and believe in what i believe and eventually I'm going to find them. And it, it seems like we finally hit critical mass and that's finally happening. It sounds like you went through the same thing. You know, you yeah, had something I mean, that was amazing, but you had all this data and experience, but it takes time for that to get relayed to the end user, right? Yeah, I was actually feeling very resonant and quite emotional as you were describing your story because um, it very much is that feeling. It's like, there is this thing that will make your life dramatically better. You know, studies demonstrate that if you use Muse for 10 minutes a day, you'll improve a whole host of things. Um, there's 10, like 8,000 published studies talking about the value of meditation overall to improve your life. If only people knew, you know, if only they'd try it, if only they'd make five minutes a day, life would be better. And it's this, you know, um, as a meditator, you learn to evolve a sense of frustration and you learn to, you know, manage a longer time horizon and kind of accept what comes up. But what doesn't go away is that, is that like burning passion desire to be like, there is a thing that can help. Please just use it. Yeah. And, <laughs> and when, they, I, I and when people do, it does. Yeah. Yeah. Cause you know, being a redneck, I wanted to run around and hit people on the head with a tack hammer that weren't getting like, wake up, let's go. Like, you know, but you can't do that. You have to let people, you know, go through their own process, which is cool. All right. So you, you, you raised all this money. Just tell us about the, um, uh, well, I guess we can just talk about Muse because there was like Muse one and Muse two, right? So you have a second rendition. So are people still using Muse one or is that available or just now it's on to 2.0? Um, so uh, Muse One actually came out in 2014, went through a few iterations. So there are actually still people who use their device from 2014 and, you know, meditate with it every day and have meditated for thousands and thousands of days straight, actually. Um, 
there are the newest device. The next device that came into market was Muse 2. That's the one that's available now. Um, okay. And Muse 2 gives you real-time feedback on your brain during meditation. So it's a meditation device that uh, translates your focused attention into guiding sounds. So when you're focused on your breath, you hear it as quiet. And when your mind wanders away onto a thought, you hear it as stormy or windy. And that becomes your cue to say, oh, my mind is wandering. That was a thought. And then bring your attention back to your breath and hear quiet down again. And if you're able to maintain your meditation state for five seconds or more, you hear the tweeting of little birds and it's very rewarding. And that reinforces to your brain, yep, this is the state, you know. Oh, so literally the band's making those noises. It's not just like when your mind wanders, you think of a stormy noises that actually makes them. Yeah. So the headband is connected to your phone um, and the audio comes out of your phone. So you're literally translating the sound of your meditation into something that you really hear a beautiful audio landscape where you can hear when your mind is focused and when your mind is wandering. Okay. And it's, so you're not playing like there's, there's no nine inch nails playing. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> and it's, it's a nice really, common birds chirping stuff like yeah, that. Yeah. Okay. It's nice common. It's birds chirping nature sounds, and it really is your own mind that you're listening to. And so this becomes a very easy way to understand, Oh, this is the meditation zone. I'm doing it. You know, I'm right. Um, and then when your mind wanders, like, Oh, that was a thought. I didn't realize that I was thinking, but I, yep, that was a thought. Okay. Let go of the thought. Come on back to the meditation space to my breath. Oh, thought it warned me. That was a thought, right? Let that go. Come on back. And so you're getting real-time feedback that helps you get better and better and sharper and clearer about your meditation and stay in that zone. And then after the fact, you get data, charts and graphs and scores that show you what your mind was doing and give you even more insight. And so what I just described is the mind meditation. And then we also have meditation for heart, for breath, for body, um, and then hundreds of guided meditations. So there's multiple different forms of meditation that you can use to really enhance your mind and your body. Well, that really clears it up because I was I was wondering, like, how does this thing work? Because, you know, you came on. I just want to get you on. But I obviously um, I want to I want to get one of these units and try it. So I'm um, pretty excited about it. But so that's the mind meditation. So you just brought up the heart and cardiovascular. So what is that one like going through? Because, you know, over half of us are dying of heart disease um, right now. And I know a lot of it's probably related to stress. How does the how does the app do it? Because with the mind one, you said if, if you wander, it's, it makes like a storm noise. But if you come back and you get some birds chirping, if you can stay in practice, it, it kind of guides you. It's literally guiding you while your eyes are closed. Perfect. Exactly. Yeah. It's so like how does it work coach. on the heart deal? So on heart, there's also a PPG sensor. So a sensor that detects your heart rate um, and it's right on the band. So it can just detect it from the blood vessel on your forehead. And what it's doing is translating the sound of your heart into beats that you hear. So you can hear as your heartbeat increases and you can hear as your heartbeat decreases. So many people have heard of the term HRV. I'm sure you've talked about it on your show. Um, HRV is your heart rate variability. When you breathe in, your heart rate increases. And when you breathe out, your heart rate decreases. And that change between your highest, fastest heart rate on your in-breath at the top of your in-breath and your slowest heart rate at the bottom of your out-breath, that change is your HRV, your heart rate variability. And you want that to be really big. So people who are super healthy have an increased heart rate variability and people who are stressed have a very decreased heart rate variability. So what the app allows you to do is actually hear your heartbeat speeding up as you breathe in and slowing down as you breathe out. And it helps you understand how you can breathe in ways that maximize your HRV, your heart rate variability. And as you're in this long extended cool. exhale, yes, it's really cool. It's actually cool. So it's not just like looking at a watch where you're like, oh, my heart rate's 45 um, or 88 or whatever it is at that moment. It's actually showing you the patterns that your heart takes throughout your meditation and then gives you an understanding of how you can begin to shift those. Does it show it on the app like you're watching this as you're breathing? You have to have your eyes open for it or can you have your eyes closed and no? Your, your eyes are closed and then so you can, and you're hearing it while you're breathing. 
Um, and then after the fact, you look at your graph and you can actually see when they're nice big wavy lines when you had high HRV and when the line is like small and squishy when your HRV was low, which means that you were stressed or tense in those times. So you can experiment with different types of breath and see yes. which one does that. Exactly. So that way, you know, it's like after you've done this a while and you're like, wow, a great big, deep, slow breath in through my nose and then out through my mouth, let's just say. Um, that one gives me the biggest gap in my HRV or the biggest score, right? Exactly. So now you know that, and then there's something happens and you're super stressed. You know, you can just like, boom, you, you need to calm down, right? Maybe some something crazy just happened, like, I don't know, whatever. And you're freaked out and you just go to your breath because, you know, you actually have an exact tool that you can like, go to right now. Exactly. And in the Muse app, we also have breath meditations. So different guided meditations with different breathing styles, like box breathing or extended exhales to either help you energize or calm down. And then once you learn those breathing patterns, you can really experiment with your heart rate and what it is that makes the most impact for you. And so just a little tip, when you do a meditation with an extended exhale, you're spending more and more time in the out breath, which is when your heart rate is slowing down. And so that's yeah. why a meditation, a breath pattern that's like four in, hold seven or eight out, or for me, it's like 15 or 20 out, allows you to have really long, big HRV because you're spending more and more time in this decreasing heart rate. And so your heart rate is going quite slow when it gets to the bottom. And that actually primes your physiology to respond more effectively um, and in general increases your vagal tone, which is your parasympathetic nervous uh, system. That's awesome. That's really enlightening for me because um, I've known different strategies of breath work, but relating it to the, the heart rate vari variability and actually I can get a visual of it now. It makes way more sense to me now on why I would do less, you know, like a two count on the in and like a six count on the out or whatever on that breath. So thank, thank you for that. I really appreciate it. I'm, I am so excited about this. All right. So we're going to take one more break. When we get back, I want, cause I can't let Ariel leave without talking about how the, uh, how meditation and the muse, um, product helps people with their sleep because we know so many people are dealing with sleep issues today. I think that I don't even know how many millions of people are walking around doing shallow sleep syndrome. We're going to hopefully give you something that can help you with that when we return. We'll be right back. Turmeric has been used for thousands of years all across India and Southeast Asia and is one of the best anti-inflammatory compounds on earth. Now you can get these incredible benefits with the new chemical-free body Turmeric 100 liquid drops. This ethically sourced breakthrough solution helps against inflammation and pain. Turmeric 100 is made with the same chemical-free body promise. No stimulants, 100% organic, and always made in the USA. Get yours today at chemicalfreebody.com. What's up, Health Heroes? Tim James here. I am back with Ariel Muse, and we are talking about meditation. We're talking about her story on how she developed uh, with some other folks a really cool device that you can strap on your head that's going to help you meditate. It's going to help you with your heart rate variability, and I I'm assuming a whole bunch of more stuff. The next thing I want to just touch on before she has to go is sleep. So what's, what's kind of your, your background on the sleep, and how does, how does, um, what are some strategies along with Muse that you, that you use in your practice or you've seen with your, your clients? Sure. So first of all, we all agree that sleep is important. Um, some of you are like, oh, I'll sleep when I'm dead because it's really easy to be like, I'm a person who <laughs> yeah. wants to like be go and be a part of life and do things. Well, if you want to be dead faster, not sleeping is a great way to do it. So sleep now, extend your life be more effective at the things that you're doing. Um, for me, sleep is something that starts not just at night, but something that starts in the morning. So when you think about how is it that I'm going to fall asleep and sleep deeply, that begins with your morning wake up, which is kind of counterintuitive because your brain works on something called a circadian rhythm. And so it's a 24 hour clock that your body works on. And that circadian rhythm is set by light. So in the morning, when you wake up your and open your eyes, that is the beginning of the start of your day and of your circadian rhythm. And at night, as time goes on and it gets dark, 
your circadian rhythm turns on a hormone called melatonin. Many of you have heard of melatonin. Lots of you probably take it to help you sleep and it helps you sleep because it is the sleepiness hormone in your brain. Um, so about 90 minutes before it's dark, dark, your melatonin turns on. So when evening starts, and then as it gets darker, your melatonin gets higher, you get sleepier. Um, presumably you fall asleep. And then about eight hours later, as the sun starts to rise, you the light actually comes through your eyelids and starts turning off the melatonin tap even before you open your eyes. Then you open your eyes, get sunlight, melatonin is totally off, and it sets your clock for 16 hours later to start the melatonin train again. So light is incredibly important in managing your sleep. And when you wake up in the morning, you want to make sure that you get bright light in your face to turn off that melatonin and to set reset your clock so that it's ready to start again on time that night when you want to go to sleep. And then when you want to go to sleep at night, don't just like lie down in your bed at 10 p.m. and be like, okay, it's bedtime, closing my eyes, we're sleeping. You want to prime that melatonin pump by making it dimmer in the evening, like half an hour before you go to bed, an hour, an hour and a half, if you really have the patience to do it, dim all the lights around you, particularly turn off any blue light because blue light specifically stimulates a part of your brain called the suprachiasmic nucleus, which is the part of your brain that governs your circadian rhythm. So you want to turn off all those blue lights um, and that will prime your brain to prime your melatonin pump. And then you want to make sure that you're consistent because that circadian rhythm needs to be, you know, drumbeat at the same time every day. So choose a time that you want to wake up in the morning. Maybe it's five, six, seven, eight, nine a.m., whatever it is for you. Choose the time that you want to go to bed approximately seven and a half to eight hours later and stick with it every single day, even on weekends. And the more you're consistent in your sleep, the more your body is ready to do the same thing every night, to prime that pump, to help you sleep and help you wake up feeling great. Yeah, that's awesome. I, I, I have a huge takeaway because in our, our coaching program, we, we say, you know, your day starts um, in your nighttime routine, right? So around nine o'clock, it's like getting ready for bed, dimming the lights, staying away from the blue lights, getting away from the screens. You know, maybe you're taking some tart cherry juice, having some chamomile, a little chamomile tea. Um, but sometimes we don't want people drinking, uh, especially if they're peeing at night. So they might have to do that earlier. But, you know, it's it's priming the pump, but that's really cool. So you're actually setting because of the circadian rhythms and, you know, people that are above the 45th parallel and up here in the northern hemisphere. It's like when you when you're supposed to wake up, it's dark, it's pitch dark. So yeah. you, when I, I, so I was thinking like, yeah, you want to get bright lights, but you want to make sure that it's more natural light. So you want to look for full spectrum or wide spectrum lights would probably be a good choice to flood yourself with. And I, I think that's really good. It starts that set point. So even if it's dark now, this might be fun. It might not be great for your relationship, but if you set up some big floodlights in your bedroom and flip them on at 5 a.m., your wife might not like it, but you're like, hey, we're I'm setting our melatonin. Come on. It's uh, <laughs> this is what we're doing here. But no, it'd be, it'd be kind of fun to do that. <laughs> so I actually have a light in our bedroom. Um, big ceiling light and we set it, we wake up at 7am. Um, so we set it at 650 to begin to go up. So it's, you know, gradually doing its magic. Um, and I'm at, at seven anyways, my husband, you know, takes him a few more minutes of the light being really bright for it to wake him up and it works. You know, it, it really works to help you become alert and awake. And it's, it is talking directly to your brain. Yeah. Well, we are like this one gal told me years ago, she said, Tim, you're a living light being. And I was like, I thought she was super woo woo, but no, we are. We, the bio photons from the sun come down, they're converted into electrons and plants. We eat them. I mean, we are literally light. I mean, that's what we are. It's kind of crazy. And there's minerals and hydrogen. We talked about earlier and oxygen and other stuff, but carbon, but we're like living light beings. So, and it makes sense that the circadian rhythms would, um, would make sense because I was just talking about this in coaching earlier. I mean, with our skin the way it is, we should be within 1,500 miles of the e in the equator. Right now, it's so cold. It's like five degrees out. I'd be dead if it wasn't for clothing and shelter and stuff that we built up here. Um, I'm not made for this. You're not made for Canada. You're not supposed to be up there. You're, we're supposed to be tropical stuff. I mean, look at our skin. And you, know, the sun comes up at a certain time down there. I think it's around 6 and it gets dark around eight or so in the tropical areas. So, um, and don't quote me on that, but it's somewhere in there. And 
that's the circadian rhythms. That's how we've been genetically programmed for the entirety of time the humans have walked the planet until we started migrating and becoming nomadic and following the sun. But then in the winter, we'd go back down south. And now we've got houses and gas and fireplaces and all this stuff and clothing and cars and we can we can live. But we still are programmed to those circadian rhythms. And they're so important. So how does the muse in one minute or less help with the sleep part? So what we discovered, Muse first started as a meditation tool. And when we asked people, when did they meditate most? It was actually either early in the morning or at night. And why were they doing it at night? They were doing it to help themselves fall asleep. And it was really working. So we, from that, stood back and said, okay, well, we can make a device that's going to be really comfortable to wear to help you fall asleep while you meditate and can track your sleep through the night basically almost as effectively as a sleep lab. Um, and while we have this device here, we can start to create some really interesting interventions that can help you fall asleep faster. So Muse comes with these beautiful, beautiful guided meditations that help you fall asleep. Um, we also have beautiful guided visualizations and there's a soundtrack that's actually built from your body that's responsive biofeedback. So it's actually... The sounds that you hear, like the dr dr drumming of a beat or the lapping of waves, you know, that can be your heart rate or your breath. And so you actually begin to entrain and slow down your physiology to help you sleep. And then we have this amazing innovation that we call the digital sleeping pill, um, where you're listening to a meditation or a bedtime story or visualization, and the content actually starts to morph and change as you're falling asleep. So, in the same way that when, you know, you read your kiddo a bedtime story. You can start to like slow it down to make them sleepier and like lower your voice and close the book quietly when they're asleep. Muse, because it's able to track your wakefulness, is able to shift the content to actually guide your brain into sleep to make it quieter, to really shift and adjust it so that you can sleep more effectively. And once you are asleep, it turns off so it doesn't wake you back up again. Right. And if you wear your muse while you're sleeping, which many people do to track their sleep, when you wake up in the middle of the night, the muse wakes up with you and then is able to bring back the same guided story or meditation that helped you fall asleep in the first place to help you fall back asleep. Well, that's pretty cool, too. So the, <laughs> one thing I'm thinking about, because I, 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 I'm very fanatical about my environment. Yeah. Anything that comes that I'm breathing from the clothing I'm wearing, personal care products, anything that touches my body is part of my environment. I'm, I, so the Apple watches and stuff like that have always concerned me. Um, I, you know, I've used things for sleep, like the, like aura rings. And, uh, um, there's another one. Uh, I can't remember the name of the darn thing. I have part of it right here. It's probably on it. Uh, it's the, um, uh, I can't remember the name of it. Whoop, Paula? whoop, the whoop, whoop band. And um, so I'm the thing I'm concerned about is like putting something electronic on my head. Am I going to get zapped? Like, so what have you guys done as far as is there any EMFs there, ELFs? What's going on? How are you protecting? Because you're putting something right on your brain. Yeah. So there's there's no zapping of your head. Um, I'm actually somebody that, you know, way prior to my tech career, I had really bad multiple chemical sensitivities. I couldn't wear clothing straight from a store. It would like irritate my throat and make me itchy. I'd have to wash everything in water and vinegar a thousand times before I could wear it. Um, a thousand is an exaggeration, but more than right. once. Um, so I too am somebody who's highly sensitive um, and actually something that meditation has helped me overcome. And I can now wear things straight from the store, uh, though I still choose to wash them because it's gross. Um, <laughs> okay. to, to have those chemicals sitting on your skin makes, yeah. Um, so I, I hear you. Um, with Muse, there is just uh, kind of like putting a penny to your forehead. So it's uh, the electrode is a piece of silver, silver chloride. Um, and that silver is just picking up the electrical activity of your brain. It's not zapping it or putting anything in. Um, and then it sends that data to your smartphone. So there is a Bluetooth um, in there. The Bluetooth is Bluetooth, low energy Bluetooth five, um, and it pushes out, not in. So everything is pointing out away from your head. Um, nothing is pointing in towards you. So we've, you know, had all of our EMF tests, all of the things, and it comes awesome. out perfectly fine. 
Awesome. And we had Dr. Elizabeth Plords on the show and she has a, a harmonizer too. So if somebody was still concerned, you could stick a harmonizer on there, two of them and you're good to go. So, well, one thing I like about this is that the value, when somebody purchases like Muse, they're making a commitment to meditate. They're making a commitment to learn about their heart rate variability or increase that and, and learn about it. They're learning how to sleep better. They've made an investment. So they're more likely to do it on a daily basis. And then this thing is just going to guide you into meditation. It's going to guide you into sleep and it's going to give you the feedback you need to increase your heart rate variability and more. There's a lot more that we haven't covered and probably have to have you come back on. So if somebody wants to check you out and check out your Muse product, uh, what's the website? Sure. So if you want to figure out what we've been talking about this whole time, you can go to choosemuse.com, C-H-O-O-S-E. M-U-S-E.com. Um, and there you can find uh, more research, more about the research on Muse, more about the research around meditation, um, what happens in the brain during meditation, um, and lots of fun resources there. So that was choosemuse.com. Awesome. And do you guys have any, um, do you guys have affiliates at all? Do you guys work with affiliates? Yes. Um, so you're welcome to use the discount code POD10, P-O-D-1-0 um, at choosemuse.com. And I will, we can work together to get a link for your audience. Okay, sweet. Yeah, it'll probably become Health Hero, but I have to try the thing first. So it'll probably be POD10 or Health Hero. You can try one of those too. I don't know. Um, you just use the, you don't, do you do custom ones or just do POD10, POD11, like that kind of thing? Um. I don't know. I'm a, we'll figure it out. Yeah. The most important thing is I want to try it and then I'll let everybody know about it. You can also uh, check her out on her podcast, Untangle, Untangle podcast. And uh, Ariel, thank you so much for being here today. Thank you for your wisdom and what you've shared. Um, I, I can tell it's a passion of yours. You've actually thought this through and I really liked it that you had some health issues before because those health issues and those sensitivities were part of the design and muse, which makes me happy to be able to even try it on myself and then eventually hopefully to share it with other people. So I think people should check it out. You can go to choosemuse.com and check out the Muse products. And um, I want to thank everybody for tuning in. I love you guys. I thank you for sharing it, becoming part of the ripple effect to get this information out to people so we can become our own doctors. We can learn how to self-heal and we can take back 100% of our health and all of our life. And until next time, change yourself, change your world, and I'll see you again soon. Bye for now. Thanks for listening again to The Health Hero Show. I'm your host, Tim James. And remember, change yourself, change your world. And we'll see you again on the next episode. Talk to you soon. You have just listened to The Health Hero Show with Tim James. 